Back to the Future is some kind of wonderful. That's the beginning Sansa. Yeah. When she's soft and feminine and all that kind okay, of stuff. Okay. And then she moves into the Red Dawn. Yeah. And also Space Cam. She gets kind of control and yeah. can take leads and stuff it's like that. It's not terrible. Yeah. Mine's terrible. And also Yours she's way Wait, she's dealt with monsters like Ramsey too, because she dealt with the Dark Overlord <laughs> and Howard the Duck. Howard the freaking duck. Yeah. Oh man, how are more Ramsey or Howard the Duck? Uh, a, <laughs> I'll answer that another time. Wolverines. Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Our mission is to take you on a most excellent adventure through time. Buzz in the Tower is so much more than a podcast. It's the map to One-Eyed Willie's treasure, and all you have to do is sit back, listen, and repeat after me. Klaatu! Barata! <clears throat> Buzz in the Tower answers the questions you didn't even know you had. Like who would win in a fight, John Rambo or Hans Gruber? Or who is dreamier, Jake Ryan or Marty McFly? So as we rank, debate, and offer fresh takes of the best of the best from 80s cinema, please remember, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and listen to a podcast once in a while, you could miss it. Don't forget to subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. For bonus content, you can find us on all social media channels by searching our handle at Buzz in the Tower. For more podcasts, information, or to contact us with topics you'd like us to talk about, visit our website, buzzinthetower.com. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, thetower.com. Buzz in the Towers brought to you by Verde Media. Max, I couldn't be happier with the way our website looks. So good. Yeah, if you haven't had a chance to take a look at our website yet, you need to right away. These guys, website development, online marketing, they are outstanding. Am I exaggerating at all? It is so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend having them build you one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, look, they're the best of the best. And working with John, uh, their owner, a self-admitted 80s martial arts movie nerd was an absolute joy. Is that why you said the best of the best? That is why I said yeah. that was a tip of the hat to John. Um, they're more than our sponsor. They're our partner. And if you are looking to build a website, they are the group to go to. Uh, find their link on our website and check them out, Verde Media. Today's episode, Game of Thrones 80s edition. Buzz in the Towers traveling back to the 80s. Max is in his DeLorean, I'm in the phone booth, and we're going straight to HBO to pitch George R.R. Martin's novels, A Song of Ice and Fire. The Starks, Targaryens, and Lannisters are getting a radical makeover. From the Iron Islands to Westeros, the locations and stories will remain the same, but we'll need the best 80s actors and actresses to step into these iconic roles. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me as always, the Hodor to my brand Stark, Max Sanders. And with that, I am the Three-Eyed Raven. Hodor. <laughs> is, that, is that all you got for me? Hodor? <laughs> Hodor! Max. I can't keep this up. No, you can't. Yeah. I, I'd love to see you do it a little <laughs> bit longer. Uh, are you ready? Let's do it. Winner is here. It is. Woo! 
this is a total selfish episode. Yeah. But you and I are doing this for ourselves. Yep. I, I got nothing else. I mean, like <laughs> people have got to be like, oh, you guys are an 80s podcast. We're like, yeah, we're going to talk about the 80s. But if we're not doing 80s, what are you and I doing? Square peg, round hole. Yeah, we're yeah. talking. We're talking Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's either Game of Thrones or 80s, 80s or Game of Thrones. And it's 10 years, right? 10 years. Yeah. yeah. The the show started April 17th, 2011. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Yeah. yeah. It ran from April 17th, 2011 until May 19th, 2019. Yeah. That's a heck of a run. We're going to talk about the ending. We, <laughs> well, let's just leave the last season out before we jump into this. Last two seasons. Yeah. So before we do anything, I got to tell you, it's a nice looking shirt you got on there. Yeah. You want to talk about that shirt? Rocky. Rocky four. Yeah. If, it's, he, dies, uh, if he, dies, he dies, he dies. Well, thank you for stepping on me. Sorry. I'm yeah, so excited yeah, about your shirt. Yeah. So Max is wearing the red Mother Russia. Yep. With the yellow. Drago. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It <laughs> really brings the color out in your eyes. I've got a little bit of a softer Miyagi-Do Karate Kid shirt on. It looks great. Compliments of our newest sponsors, 80stees.com. The best of the best. Of the best of the best. If you have not seen them, if you've not been to their website, go there now and buy shirts because if you don't buy them, you'll regret it when you see these pictures. These are classic 80s movie shirts. So fantastic. And 80s TV and 80s cartoons, but we don't do that with the exception of Game of Thrones. Did you get a He-Man one? Though? Which isn't even the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I did not get a He-Man. I need to get a He-Man one. Yeah. Do you have uh, a Game of Thrones t-shirt? I have a Game of Thrones t-shirt. Which one? Um, I've got a t-shirt of the Oreos, the special edition Oreos Game of Thrones. I have a I drink and I know things. That's a great bartending t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> As the purveyor of libations. That's a great shirt. I'm not a half man though. No, you're I'm not. like well, a double man. You're like a quarter man, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> There's a quote about that in the show. Remember? He's like, I'm going to cut you in half. He's like, well, then I would be the quarter man. Are you gonna, uh, you've got good. a lot of Game of Thrones uh, quotes that you want to talk about. Oh my God. So <laughs> Lannisters always pay their debts. Oh, Lannisters. You're yeah. such a Lannister. I am a Lannister. You're what are you, a Bolton? I'm a Stark. I'm not a Bolton. I'm a Stark. <laughs> yeah, I can see you flaying men. Max, are we ready to dance and talk some Game of Thrones and uh, get these new characters all set up? Well, first we got to talk about the 80s happy hour. Oh, that's right. Yeah. What a blast. Yeah. What a blast. So our friends, John, at that 80s dude, that underscore... 80s underscore dude and that's no easy thing to say that's know, a mouthful right? yeah, you yeah. did well you I did well appropriate no you shadow. did it you did it's not easy it's not easy <laughs> and timmy at back to the 1980s with a z yeah <laughs> another complicated one yeah it was so much fun it was oh, our first it was blast it was our first live event ever yeah I was nervous. I you did missed, good. I almost missed my cue. You did because you had to go to the bathroom again. <laughs> all you do is go to the bathroom and then they were about to fire us off. And I was like, where is he? <laughs> Look, the whole thing was great. Again, thank you big time to at 80s happy hour for having us on. Yeah. And many. yeah, we're definitely coming back on if they let us. I'm I think, addicted to uh, live we, we stuff. I go okay. TikTok live now. I'm like more. The <laughs> other, the other benefit of this is we just keep on meeting more cool people. So one of the other guests who now is a fan of the show, of course, because I wouldn't talk about her if she wasn't right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. She's, I mean, super, would. she's super cool. Cool. Lori Tucker. If you don't know the name, you definitely know the face. Yes, you do. Yeah. She was one of the hot for teacher teachers in the Van Halen video. Yeah. That's a that's a pretty big check mark on the old <laughs> resume. She also was in a couple episodes of Airwolf. She's a model. Air what? Airwolf. Wolf. There you wolf. go. There you go. <laughs> that's the most comments I get is about how, you how I mispronounce words. That's great. <laughs> no, wolf. Um, yeah. So wolf. we've been chatting with Lori and we definitely will have her on at some point as well. And we told her, is there anything you're working on that you want us to plug? And we definitely want to plug this. This yeah. is this is great. So a good friend of hers, who if you don't know, you will in a couple seconds. Patrick Warburton. Oh gosh. I mean, where do I even start? Start with Seinfeld, right? Putty. Putty on Seinfeld. The devil. <laughs> he also was the tick on the uh real live. Uh, cart- not cartoon, the real life sitcom, The Tick. Underrated show. Very underrated. I liked it. And then uh, Kronk from The Emperor's New Groove. So good. So good. And my favorite, uh, Brock Sampson on Venture Brothers. 
Wait, what about Joe? Oh my God, and Joe from the Family, family guy. guy. How can I, I say that? The I, fur. Oh yeah, he's uh. great. So Patrick is heavily involved with a fundraiser for St. Jude's, and that's why we're taking this time to talk about it right now. There's just not a better organization out there. Max and I have both been involved in the past with St. Jude's, and he is heavily involved. They've got this uh, big fundraiser they're doing. If you go to Patrick's webpage, which is the Wartburton, T-H-E-W-A-R-B-U-R-T-O-N.com, you can get all the information about the live streaming music, the auction they're doing. You can go to St. Jude's page as well, stjudes.org slash Warburton, and you'll find it there as well. So for all of our listeners, for all of our Buzz in the Tower uh, co-pilots, that's yeah, what we call our fans, yeah. the co-pilots. Yeah. yeah, all of our co-pilots out there, check this out. Uh, great work that Patrick's doing. Support him. Support St. Jude. And Lori, thanks for bringing this to our attention. Okay, now that we've gotten through all that, Max. Dragons. Dragons. Valerian Steel. All types of things. Murder, incest. This is just an intense (laughs) show. It's a really intense show. We're going back to the 80s. And our dragon. Not our dragon. In our DeLorean and phone booth. I'm taking Falcor. You can take Falcor if you want. We're going back in time. (laughs) And we're going to pick new actors to replace the actors as we pitch this to HBO. Yeah. And we're not going with TV because we are a eighties movies podcast, despite this being game of Thrones. Max, I have so few rules for this one. I know you hate my rules. I, I have so few rules for this one. So the really there's only two rules, okay. right? So the first rule is once you use an actor or an actress, they're done. Okay. That's it. Yeah. You can't use, you can't use them again for another role and another part. Yeah. No hitting below the belt. You got it. Yeah. The second rule is um, when you provide that actor or actress, I need you to also provide the movie they were in in the 80s that you're referencing as kind of their resume. Yeah, like the character definition. Right, because we're not taking their entire body of work as a whole. We're taking kind of a specific movie and saying, this character in this movie would be perfect as Sansa Stark, as Tyrion and Lannister, and that's how we're going to move through this. Other than that, I do like this new thing we're doing, which is we're going to flip back and forth. Yeah. So we'll flip a coin to see who starts, and then we're going to go back and forth because we don't get to say, oh, we picked the same one. We each have a backup for each of these. Yeah. So if you get yours first, I got to go to my backup. Yeah. Cool? Yeah. Before we flip the coin, Max, yeah. this is the part that I know you've been waiting for. Honor that a little bit. Talk about Game of Thrones. It's the most Emmy-nominated show in history. 161 nominations. In history. Isn't that great? That's wild. Do you remember watching this for the first time and it blowing your mind? Yes. Because I remember I was, it was 2011, my girlfriend was getting ready. I started watching in the den and I was standing up and I realized it was an hour later. I hadn't sat down. That's how intense I was like, I must watch more of this. When did you start watching it? 2011, but it was like three or four episodes into it. I hadn't gotten right into it. And then I just ate them all up and became addicted. I don't even know if, if it's worth doing this, but I will. If you haven't seen Game of Thrones ever, we'll do our best to keep you up to pace, but you should go watch it. You'd love it. Just not right now. Listen to our episode first. Yeah, 67 episodes. Yeah, Game of Thrones. It's an HBO series that tells the story of a medieval country's civil war. So yep. when the story begins, it's a decade-long summer, which sounds great, sounds especially nice. if you live in Michigan. Yeah. It's ending, and uh, winter looms. It's coming. Dumb, dumb, winter dumb. is coming. Yeah. And, then, words. and basically, the characters are all battling to claim the Iron Throne, which is the seat of the king of the seven kingdoms seems uncomfortable very much uh the regime that rules all uh game of thrones is roughly based on the storylines of a song of ice and fire which i mentioned in the intro which is george rr R. martin and this it's based on the war of the roses by the way that actually really happened to oh, so i did not know that very yeah cool i'm trying to think anything else uh do you have any other interesting so i i thought just the raw numbers of people that like watch the show was incredible to me the final episode set an all-time u.s record for premium cable 
16 and a half million people watched or streamed. That doesn't account for the estimated 1 billion people <laughs> that illegally streamed the, the series and the show. Yeah. So their numbers are just, they're uncomparable to anybody else. They, they're the most watched show ever. Yeah. I mean, they started at $6 million an episode and then they- What amped, it cost? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they amped it up to 10 million by the end. It is, esti- so it it is estimated. It, it, yeah. do, it is estimated that the franchise has earned over $1 billion. That's crazy. $1 billion. <laughs> it's worth it too. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's- Think HBO, I mean, props to them. They are just yeah. the master of all of this. So what makes the show great, though, isn't all the dragon, the White Walker, all that cool stuff. It's these large personalities in small rooms talking to each other. Right. It's this one-on-one conversation stuff. I'm going to get into it later, but that's what I love the most about this. And that actually probably lends itself to why this is such a fun topic for you and I. Because yeah. I ran this by a couple of like my friends who are huge Game of Thrones nerds. Yeah. And we're on the phone for like 20, 25 minutes, and they're rattling names. And it's it's fun because you you feel like you know these characters. Who did you relate to the most? Oh, God. Uh, who do I regret that I related to the most? <laughs> I mean, do you see Jamie Lannister when you're a little bit, I'm a, a little bit? I mean, I would say somewhere between like Jamie Lannister and Littlefinger, unfortunately. Ooh, uh, yeah. Littlefinger's good. Yeah. I mean, I wish I, you're, you're for sure. Tyrion. Yeah. Like yeah. you're for sure Tyrion, yeah. right? Like that's how I see myself. Not a hero, Three not a villain. <laughs> you're not a hero, not a villain. You're somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Boy, you and I have such low opinions of ourselves. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not going to say I'm Drogo. You could say you're Drogo. You got, you're both tall, dark, handsome. Jason Momoa. Aqua, Aquaman. I'm not, I'm not putting myself there. Sure, there. why not? Yeah, I, I used to look like him one day. Maybe, never. Could have happened. We got to jump into it. Let's do it. I mean, let's let's flip the coin. Heads okay. or tails? Heads. Okay, I'm flipping the coin. Yeah. Tails. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't uh, hear a clink. I'm kidding. Are you going to put it, that in editing? It was heads. No, no, it was no, heads. No, you, no, go no, you go first. No, no. you go first. You go first. The, oh, I should mention... I don't even know there's a rhyme and reason. Like we didn't go chronological. I think we just kind of picked the most important characters to us or the last one. Gut reaction. Yeah, gut reaction, yeah. like least important to most important. But they're all important. They're all amazing characters. And without any other explanation, let's jump in both feet. So Theon Greyjoy. Three Theon Greyjoy. <laughs> Theo! I almost did my Cosby. Theo! Don't do Cosby. Don't no, that's no. can't do that. My bad. <laughs> Theon Greyjoy. Max. Following his father's failed rebellion against the Iron Throne, yeah. Theon is what were they ta- thinking? I, I, no clue. <laughs> Theon is taken as a ward, initially a hostage, to Lord Eddard Stark of Winterfell. Yeah. His story is rough. rough. <laughs> Theon has a real rough go of things. Well, mistakes all over. All over. Just screwing up. Uh, Believes himself way too much. He is eventually- to the yeah. point of stupidity. He turns on the Starks. He is eventually captured by Ramsay Bolton, who basically- goes a combination of pulp fiction and silence of the lambs pretty much, like yeah, it yeah. is it is a torture i would Stockholm not put on pretty it's <laughs> bad where he then becomes reek yeah so today you will be finding a character for reek slash theon i'm going bill paxton oh bill paxton's good because i know exactly what you, what's the movie name Chat, the, weird science oh really yeah think about it. The oh over- see i was thinking immediately aliens no okay yeah. they both work though they both work yeah, yeah. go 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 uh, you're good because he's lording over people who he knows he's more powerful than remember when he takes uh the two stark kids hostage yep and has like winterfell to himself yep. but there's no one there yep, yep and then when he meets someone bigger like lisa who's intimidating him he's kind of like that amorphous poo monster kind of thing the i'm Greyjoy. yeah poo monster <laughs> <laughs> jesus well and also and think about it he's been tortured by the terminator predator and an alien he's yeah. the only person to be killed by all three yeah so he'd be good with torture it, his when you said bill paxton yeah. the, the immediate thing that popped into my head was game it's over game over man game game over. Over. i was thinking yeah. about reek yeah. uh i like that it. works too actually it's, yeah. it's a great pick yeah it's i have no complaints yeah and then i'm gonna do mine and then i want to hear your backups yeah, yeah. but we won't go into detail but i'm curious what your backups are mine's wild and i got two movies that fit with it but i'll give you my primary performance okay i went nick cage 
Oh, I went Nick Cage okay. in my primary performance as H.I. McDonough in Raising Arizona. <laughs> it's a little wonky. It's a little wonky. So screw up though. There so you go. I mean, yeah. first, first of all, if you haven't seen Raising Arizona, the Coen brothers wanted like the most odd, unique actor that they could find out there. Yeah. And they got him. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and they made him, they made him audition over 20 times for the role. Really? Yeah. And he ended up getting it. And in this movie, he's got this, you know, he, he wields the gun, he robs the stores, you know, he has that energy, yeah. but his wife kneecaps him. I mean, like puts him in place. There's almost like a redemption story that is existing in him. And also John Goodman kind of bullies him too. Right. Right. Yeah. And so I kind of see this whole, like at the end of raising Arizona when it's, yeah. is it a dream? Is it not a dream? And he's yeah. got the family all around him. That's how I see like the redemption of Theon I as like well. It. And he's, he'd be good at being tortured. Yeah. Nick I think he so goes too. for it. The other movie I, I kind of tied to him as well was Moonstruck. I was just thinking Snap about out of it. Yeah, like Ronnie's got that like <laughs> yeah. broken man syndrome. Yeah. Like the world was, it's, it's everybody else's fault. My brother's fault that my hand is in this cast yeah. and I don't have fingers. And you can never make me upset about Nick Cage. I know. Yeah. Who's your backup? You're going to love my backup. <laughs> uh, Emilio Estevez, Young Guns. Oh, yeah. that's good. The sad boy eyes. I, yep, yep, yep. The one Nick Cage fault I have is he's kind of tall. He's 6'2". Yeah. I like him being small and kind of. In stature. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of get No, no, that. I get it though. Uh, you know, I, I had trouble. I almost went with this as my yeah. first one. Mark Hamill, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, while he's getting trained. Yeah. Like while he's getting trained, like you could easily see how he was getting close to being pulled to the dark side. Yeah. And he's like a little weak and mousy sometimes yeah. and annoying. And that's, that's how impossible. Theon is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. Theon. Max one down. Okay. Oh man. This I is like exciting. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, that takes us to my, you. this is a big one. Yeah. Ramsey Bolton. Ramsey Bolton is, uh, your spirit animal. He's not my spirit animal. <laughs> he is the most vile character in all television history. I love him. Is he not? He's great. He's bad. Yeah. He's a bad boy. He's hunting humans. He is a sick, sick man. Yep. Uh, during the War of the Five Kings, Ramsay is initially loyal to the King of the North, Rob Stark, retaking Winterfell from Theon Greyjoy on his orders. This is where he captures him. But then him and his father turn on House Stark, and he turns Theon into Reek, yep. his little human pet. Yep. It is Flayed man. You, I, I remember when I watched those episodes, like I would get my hands to be sweaty. It was just yeah. so <laughs> intense. And then like when he was torturing uh, Sansa Stark, it was oh just my God, the worst, yeah. the worst, the worst. You know when he died, they had a graphic way of killing him where the dogs ripped off his jaw oh you're kidding but they they're like it's too gross people were like being sick oh god yeah uh, yeah i mean it, it, his death was he deserved it he deserved it yeah. very rarely do we say that on the show i i really like this one a lot i went with Kiefer sutherland stand by me ace merrill oh that's good because he is just like this evil nasty awful person you know essentially like the i mean he's the antagonist of the entire ace ace yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's the worst he's the worst um it's interesting too because the wrong Kiefer sutherland performance though david from Lost Boys is better. I know, but like, yeah. So it, it, is that who you picked? <laughs> no. Okay. But I'm saying it's a great pick, but it's not even the best Kiefer Sutherland pick. But I, it felt more to me like Lost or Stand by Me felt more to me what he would be in this. Like I didn't want him to be supernatural. I didn't want him to be a vampire. I wanted him just Ramsey to be was supernaturally evil. Though no, he was so supernaturally yeah. evil, it was bad. All right, who'd you have for Ramsey? Judd Nelson. Really? Yeah. Breakfast Club. Bender. Bender. And also, just from a hilarity standpoint, <laughs> think about this. Judd Nelson is a method actor, yeah. so he doesn't break character. Oh, God. So he would have really gotten it. Ramsey Bolton. Oh, man. He'd be, he'd be in jail. He'd be in jail. Right. Yeah. He'd just be in terrible stuff. <laughs> so that meant, and he could wear the fingerless gloves. Oh, man. They're like a little callback. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> well, because they, they are handsome, though. They are both classically yeah, handsome. Yeah, yeah. I agree so with that. It's like, and you pick Kiefer, who's a yeah, good looking yeah. dude. Yeah. 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 Uh, who, who's your backup? Uh, my backup was Daniel Stern from Blue Thunder and yeah. Diner. And yeah, he's yeah. also Home Alone. You yeah, know yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. In the 80s, he's actually a really good actor. Or uh, Matt Dillon. 
Oh, Matt Dillon. Yeah. Matt Dillon would have been good. Yeah. Mine was Craig Sheffer, uh, Hardy Jens from Some Kind of Wonderful. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, because he, he was one. nasty. He yeah. was, you could just see he was a sick human being yeah. behind the eyes. <laughs> I was uh, joking. I was kidding around. All right, Max, that takes us to the spider. Lord, Ver- Lord Varys. Varys. Mm, yes. uh, Varys, popularly known as the spider. What a great name. That's a great name. I wish I had a cool nickname like that. Would you want to be the spider? No, you gave me some awful name in one of our first episodes. It was like Brisket Mo. That was my top gun. <laughs> yeah, my yeah. top gun call sign was Brisket Mo. Thanks for that, Max. I remember that. Let's I hope nobody else does. Pepperoni. <laughs> Pepperoni Shapiro. That's great. It's great. If you have one um, more kid, can you name that? <laughs> no, absolutely not. It's a terrible <laughs> idea. Uh, popularly known as the spider, he was considered the master of whispers. He had lots of whispers. Yeah. Um, All on, kids. On the Baratheon's small council until he was forced to flee King's Landing where he threw, remember when he threw Tyrion in that box? Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the greatest uh, uh, dialogues is Tyrion's like, have you ever tried to go to the bathroom through that hole? He's like, I had to clean up <laughs> yeah. you going through the bathroom through that hole. So he's a skilled manipulator and commanded a network of informants But it's all about the comments. realm. He has like a good heart underneath it He all. is a ends justify the means kind of guy. I like him though. Yeah. I respect it. Yeah. Well, because you, you, he's also insane. Very much so. I mean, the guy who cut him because he's a eunuch. He, he got his vengeance. Yeah. Kept him in a box. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. Pretty crazy. <laughs> Although, <laughs> when, when you, wouldn't you do that too if someone cut you? How, Keeping them in a box for like 20 years. Well, that's there's someone did that to me. I, I, I mean, you, what are your options? Put them in the box or have the dogs eat his face off? I'd have more clarity of thought. I might thank him. Oh, there you go. <laughs> You see it as a benefit? There yeah. you go. That's fair. That's fair. I want to think with the top half of my brain. My, you're going to love mine. I nailed this. it. I killed it. Oh, you're going to love mean, mine. No. Right, you probably do, but you're going to love yeah. mine. What do you got? Brian Cox. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So Manhunter. Well, I was going to say, what, which movie? Manhunter. Yeah, Man oh, my Hunter. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Han- yeah. He's Hannibal freaking Lecter. Yeah. It's like the composed kind of the entitled, I'm smarter than you kind right, of thing. Right, right, right. And you get a sense that he's in control of the last three moves, the current two moves, and the next five Exactly. Moves. Yeah, Just yeah. so intelligent. Varys is so creepy, too. Yeah. And that Hannibal Lecter kind of dignifiedness. Varys you you don't really like he's always I, in control i remember watching the last few seasons and like waiting for him to be a bad guy yeah. you were just never sure yeah and even when he dies at the end he says goodbye old friend it yeah. seems like something hannibal lecter would say uh, very much oh you know brian cox was offered a role in the first season no and he rejected it on uh game of thrones on game of thrones oh, I, he would fit yeah i believe it they, they, he won't say which one i'm guessing it would be robert or yeah. uh, jorah one of them yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I have yeah. to find out but he's well, great give him a call yeah. ask him brian cox is awesome uh succession rules i still think mine's really good no <laughs> It's really good. No, I mean, it's, why do I say that? Yeah, it's no, really good. No. It's uh, yours is really good. Yeah, mine's really good. How many times can you say good? It's really good. Stop it. Are you excited? No. John Lithgow, Reverend Shaw Moore. Oh, that's good, right? Because I, and and again, different angle. Because you went you went the example of kind of the darker piece of him. Yeah. On mine, I'm just envisioning this overall concept of the ends justifying the means good intent yep. with execution that creates problems. Yeah. Like he is the he's the bad guy in Footloose. He's the bad guy in the whole movie. There's a couple bad guys. Yeah. He's one of them. Yeah. He is at the core of the entire ban on dancing, but he's turned because his overall goal is a good goal. Yeah. And he's also got a calmness to him. I love it. Backup picks for Lord Varys. Brian Dennehy. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, Cocoon. You yes. know what I mean? No, no, no. Like, yeah. Perfect. I, also, I just watched Silverado. Really I, good. I only have two okay. that I don't have backups for. Yep. I could not get a backup for this one. It was hard. I, I, I went all in on Lithgow. Brian Cox, I've... I realized it yesterday. <laughs> I was like, oh man, that's great. It's a good pick. It's yeah. a good pick. Uh, it is now my turn and we've got Brienne of Tarth. Yeah. The, love her. She is she, the, the most of, noble of everyone. One of the things that's great about Game of Thrones. Everything. Everything. You've heard me talk about this before with movies like Aliens and other characters like the the development of the heroine. Yeah. And they do a great job. I mean, like, yeah, she is a lot of female characters like the they're powerful yeah. and like and wreak hell yeah, she on wh- everyone. She whips the hound's butt. Oh, yeah. 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 And then her the fight with her and Arya. Yeah. That's that's fantastic. You know, she too. trained for two months to build up the stamina oh, I believe to, to get the fight I with the it. hound. Yeah. Sir Brienne of Tarth. Yep. 
I know. Uh, she's when a, she gets knighted, do you cry? Yeah, I cry. Well, I don't cry, but I get close. Uh, a knight of the House Tarth, uh, sure. the only daughter of Lord Selwyn Tarth. Prior to the Battle of Winterfell, Brienne is knighted by Sir Jamie Lannister, making her the first woman of the Seven Kingdoms to become a knight. Her adventures, like her, first of all, her friendship slash subtle romance with Jamie Lannister. Do you call it a subtle romance? Like there's chemistry, right? It's a schoolyard crush yeah. kind of that, vibe. There, theirs is one of Let's my favorite. Theirs is one of my favorite relationships. He's so meaner. He is, but the two yeah. of them together, like they, they there's yeah. a, I think I want to say it. by the end of it, she's like, you haven't insulted me in 10 minutes. What's right. going on? They're great. Yeah. They're great. But uh, why didn't he stay with her at the end? I'm so upset about uh, that. Don't can we not talk about the end. <laughs> we have to talk about some point. <laughs> no, I don't want to talk. They ruined Jamie's character too. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. They could have been so happy. Their kids would be huge. Brienne is played. Brienne is played by by Gwendolyn Christie and great name. Yeah, it's a great name. And I think, am I up? I am up. Yes. <laughs> oh, Max, 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 Max. I've got two really good ones. Yep. I'll give you my first one first. Cause okay. that's usually what you do. Right. Right. <laughs> Sandal Bergman. It could be sandal. <laughs> Someone named Sandal. <laughs> it could be either Sandal or Sandal. Snowshoe Bergman. Burgundine. You don't know that is, do no. you? It sounds made up. Conan, the barbarian Valeria. Okay. Do you want to live forever? Yeah. I, I just, that's who it was. I yeah. saw, I, I rewatched it. I rewatched both of the movies that I was considering for this role. And to me, this was it. She's tough. Yeah. She's independent. Just, she's big enough? Yeah. I mean, she I mean, she's next to Conan. Did you look up her height? I don't need to know her height. Well, Arnold's 6'2". She's definitely shorter she's than She's shorter that. than Arnold, but who cares how big she is? They could use the magic of, of boxes. They make Tom Cruise look tall, okay? <laughs> that's, like, that's I'm, true, we'll yeah. be fine. I'm not worried yeah. about how tall she is. And I know this is just teeing you up for who you picked because you're talking about height. So why don't we skip right to you? Other than to tell you, she was a six-year vet of musical theater before she did Conan. Oh, that's cool. So imagine, like, you're this profound, you know, musical theater actress, yeah. and you're like, I'm going to do Conan the Barbarian with this guy, Arnold Schwarzenegger. She trained for three months to learn uh, kendo, which is the Japanese. Japanese martial arts that focuses on, on sword fighting. Okay, cool. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I liked her too. I did too. Yeah. Uh, Max, who you got? So the basic pick that I'm not going to pick now. <laughs> no, you got to do it. No, I'm going to reverse. Nope. Give me, no, you can't reverse it. I, I stayed away. One. I want, I want the basic. Give it, okay. give the people the basic pick. Brigitte Nielsen. Brigitte Nielsen. Yeah. Of course. Of course. <laughs> She's 6'3". Which, which movie though? Red Sonja. Okay. Cause you could do Red Sonja or you could do Beverly Hills Cop 2. Yeah, or you could do Rocky Four. Or you could do Rocky Four. <laughs> so she's just got that physicality. I don't know if she could pull off the heavy duty scenes though. She's not that great an actress, right? So it's like and Cobra, by the way. Yeah. Don't forget Cobra. Oh yeah, extra ketchup on her fries. <laughs> there you go. So weird. There you go. <laughs> but oh, this blows my mind. The Cobra thing, by the way. This is a fact that I just need to say. Yeah. yeah. So she married Sylvester Stallone. Of course. Do you know when they got married? Wasn't it during the shooting of Cobra? Well, no, no, no. The actual date. Oh no, I don't. December fifteenth, nineteen eighty-five. The day I was born. Really? Yeah. How cool is that? That's actually really it's cool. Kismet, right? Wow. Look yeah. at that. Look so at that. that fires me up. But <laughs> no, she couldn't pull it off. She'd be ridiculous. I, her acting skills are poor. Yeah. So my backup is really funny though. <laughs> I have Tegan Clive. Tegan Clive. You have no idea. Who I have this no is. idea who this is. The giant gym employee in Armed and Dangerous. Isn't that great? That's fantastic. Yeah. That's Do a you great know she thing. wrote screenplays for Conan the Adventurer, the TV show too. No. Yeah. Professional bodybuilder, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. 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 But she had a good intensity to her. Wasn't she in some movie with John Ritter too? Maybe. I'm trying to think. I didn't do that much. Okay, that's okay. Here's my backup. Uh, my backup was really close to being my number one. Um, Gina Davis? No. Joanne Wally or Wally or Walleye. Not Walleye. <laughs> Wale. <laughs> Good old fish. Uh, by the way, you'll know exactly who she is in a second. Sorsha from Willow. Okay. Do you know that towards the end of Willow, she started dating Val Kilmer? They got married and had no. kids together. That's awesome. Yeah, they were married from uh, 80, 88 to 96. <laughs> Like her interviews are absolutely incredible. Yeah. Like she has a bunch talking about doing this movie and so she's been in other stuff as well. Eight years with Val Kimmer's a lot. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but they still are good friends and they no, I mean their... like there's gotta be some crazy stories. Val Kimmer's awesome, dude. Don't knock, don't don't no, knock no, my guy. I, you know, why do you hate the movie Real Genius so much? I, yeah. <laughs> Chris Knight. <laughs> I wish we had camera on you, yeah. your head just exploded. 
Chris, Chris Knight's my dad. I just, I, he's difficult to work with. I heard. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, who isn't right? You're difficult to work with. I'm. You're the difficult. You're, one. you're. I'm. Call me the night before. We shut, your mouth, Reek. shut your mouth, Reek. Shut your mouth, Reek. All right, let's move on to. It's your pick now, Joffrey. Oh, yes. oh man, yeah. Joffrey. When I said Ramsey Bolton is the most hated character ever on television, yeah, this might it's be. like one A one B with Joffrey. I think he's better actually. Oh God, King Joffrey Baratheon was the 18th king to rule from the Iron Throne. He was formally styled as Joffrey of Houses Baratheon and Lannister. But he's really a Lannister. He's a Lannister. We find that out. He's yeah. a, he's a deformed, mutated <laughs> Lannister. Mentally, he looks good physically. Uh, uh, he is, he it's is, like I mean, this like is, clone. this is literally the roadmap for why you should never have a child with a first cousin or sister <laughs> or anyone else. Like he is a sick human being. I Most mean, torture. his only redeeming characteristic would be that he was a sweet young boy in Batman Begins. Yeah. I like the, the sword name Heart Eater. That's kind of cool. Yeah, he yeah. is. He is a mentally interesting. Kiss, kiss my blade. He is not, he's not okay. He is not okay. Do you know George R. R. Martin sent him a letter saying, congratulations, everyone hates you. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he should. Yeah. Oh, how do you ever like? How do you ever show your face yeah. ever anywhere? Well, he based this performance on Commodus from Gladiator. Yep. it makes sense. Yeah, yeah feels absolutely. right. Yeah, it feels right. Look, well, Commodus rules. I mean, you think he does? I don't know. It's cool. <laughs> I like the lip quiver. Um, Max, who do you got? Who got, do you got? Who do you got for the son of Jamie and Cersei Lannister? A fantasy movie expert. I got Noah Hathaway. I tray you from the Never Ending Story. Noah Hathaway. Yeah, right? I don't know, dude. He doesn't have like the darkness behind his eyes. I mean, remember when he's yelling at Artax to like get out? You stupid horse! Yeah. Like he can flip that into an anger, dude. I don't. And know. also, remember when he's whiny when he's like, "It's so far away." Like it's kind of the whininess of Joffrey too, and the annoyance. Max, I gotta. I gotta. And also, the physicality, the intensity, the physicality. I could see. Yeah, and he's good at riding horses. <sighs> he can do all the stunts. Okay, look, you've you done. We've been we're ripping and he's through. He's handsome. This. You did a great Joff, job. Joffrey's handsome. You did a great job. Joffrey's I'll handsome. It doesn't matter. This this, no, this role. You have to kid. you have to pick someone who has an illness behind their eye. No. Like like the Noah Hathaway seems like a relatively normal person. This hey, is it's Joffrey. Called it's Joffrey. It's called acting. Are you ready? What do you mean? Okay. I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna give you some help. I hate when you get all arrogant. I, because on this one, I've got it. And it's, it's, it's. Hit me. I, and annoyed. I, I don't think yours was that good, but the, all the rest of yours have been great. So I don't mind telling you that. I don't think your last Screw one was you. that good. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's fair. Tom Cruise taps David Sean. Uh, oh, the dysfunctional Marine. Yes. When he loses his mind. I think, yeah. he, I don't know if he's officially a Marine at that point, but he's, he's in a, a military school. He's 19 years old when he does this role. It's his first movie behind the scenes on the movie. Everybody knows he's going to be a star because he is just hungry. He shows up every day. He's, he's a worker. He just digs in. The director lets him see the rushes, which are basically the shots from every day. Typically actors aren't even watching that. He's learning the process, but that's neither here nor there. Tom Cruise in this movie is a lunatic. Right. And he plays an adolescent lunatic. I mean, he starts off normal enough. And then you think he's the, twisted enough. To, yeah, okay. I do. Now, to be fair, I'm tying in a little bit of what we know about Tom Cruise personally <laughs> also into playing this role. I, I love Tom Cruise. You know this. Like yeah. I, I ride hard for Tom Cruise. Collateral Tom. Cruise. There is just a little something off behind his eyes. Yeah. And you're trained to like go to the moon. And, you there's know. just something a little different about <laughs> Tom Cruise for seven minutes, a little different, yeah. but in taps, he, he is Joffrey. I mean, there, nobody is Joffrey. Joffrey is sadistic and crazy, but like in taps, you see glimpses of this. Yeah, okay. So I, that, that's why I pull from on this. What is your backup? My backup was, uh, how do you say his name? 
Jokowin, Jokowin Phoenix. How do you say? Joaquin. Joaquin. Yeah. <laughs> Joker. Joker. Yeah. Joker. Joaquin. Yeah. Joaquin, yeah. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. That's a good pick. Because well, comment is later. Space Camp. Too. Space Camp. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. He'd a be bit. upset. My backup was James Spader, Pretty in Pink. You're picking these old people. I know he's older, but like, I, I just that that malicious, devilish lunatic. Was it like Wolver Brimley next? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you love saying Wolver Brimley. I do. You bring him up two times do per you episode. Ever not laugh. I do every time because all I think <laughs> of is you saying, "I've got diabetes." <laughs> All right, moving on. Tywin Lannister. The big dog. So look, Lord Tywin Lannister was the head of House Lannister. Duh. He was also the Lord of Castle Rock, Warden of the West, Lord Paramount of the Westerlands, Hand of the King for three different kings. Don't forget that. That's important. And protect and <laughs> protector of the realm. That. And protector of the realm. And of he course, most importantly, he is the father of the three most degenerate human beings in the entire show. Cersei, Jaime, and Tyrion. Yeah. Um, He's the sole grandfather of the incest-born Joffrey. Yeah. uh, Which is kind of cool. You don't have to worry about in-laws when two of your kids have a child, I suppose. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. (laughs) The whole character description of him is outside of being the protector, he also holds enormous... It's the smartest dude in the room. Holds enormous anger towards Tyrion, who he blames for the death of his wife. Yeah. And just hates him because he was born with dwarfism. You know Charles Dance apologized to Peter Dinklage all the the time because yeah. like i'm sorry i'm being so crappy to yeah. You. yeah yeah oh that was his role <laughs> yeah. i get it played by charles dance love charles and, Char- loves charles dance and look I, I mean i could give you a different uh actor from the 80s but i already have one which would be sardo numsa from <laughs> the golden child also played by charles dance my brother numsi <laughs> He looks exactly the same. Exactly the same. Really he hasn't weird. aged at all. No. At all. Uh, no, I can't pick. Uh, I can't pick Sardo. Although I not? wish I could. Okay. No, I can't. That's cheating. That's yeah. that's absolutely cheating. Plus, I really love my other pick and my backup. Are you ready? Hit me. Alan Rickman, Die Hard, Hans Baby, oh, Hans Gruber. That's pretty good. Uh, so that's what I've got. I I think he's just perfect for the role. He's got that smartest guy in the room. Yeah. Cold blooded killer. Emotionally distant. He he's perfect. It's I I'm a little upset I didn't pick that. My one. backup is almost as good. Are you going to say it before mine? That's kind nope, of arrogant. Nope, I'm not. I'm just telling you. I'm <laughs> making you aware. Go, go for no, it. No, 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 yeah. no. Go ahead. I want Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall's good. Yeah, Tender Mercies I just watched for the first time. Is that the movie? I was going to say, is that what you've got? So it's a combination of Tender Mercies, that kind of quiet power to him, but that guy's a little more more broken. Okay. Tywin's a little bit more sadistic. Yeah. I kind of want Lieutenant General Bill Kilgore in uh, Apocalypse Now, yep. which is 79, Yeah, but he's played this before. Yeah, yeah. It's this powerhouse performance. It's just this, I'm in charge of everything going on. Yeah. Everything rolls off my shoulders. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that kind of like grizzled face, you can see he's been through a lot. Yep. Yeah. I like it. No, yeah. it's a good pick. Um, my, my backup's awesome, though. My, my backup's really yeah. awesome, too. Uh, my backup is Sam Elliott, Roadhouse. That doesn't work. No, no, it does. Think about it, right? You've got you can't, but, have, you can't have a cowboy. No, no, because you gotta you gotta you gotta roll the two positions together. So the all knowing, knowledgeable, has been there before, gruff, and pair that with the detached, emotional father from Prancer. Yeah, but Wade was such a jokester and kind of like didn't. Was care. he that much of a jokester? Remember he was laying on the bar. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. yeah. Do you know that everybody? Mio. Do you know that everybody in uh, that was his idea, by the way, to do that? Really? Yeah. Do you know everybody in Roadhouse did their own stunts? No, they didn't have awesome. all the fights. Everything were all done by you the know actual what a top actors. five fantasy in my life is <laughs> to own a bar named no, Roadhouse to have hair like Wade, that silver mane where I can put it in my hand through it like messily. And it's just like, I sure your fantasy isn't to just put your hand through his hair. No, I, okay. want, I want the you hair. You want your own hair. I don't I, have hair. Uh, you got hair. Some hair. Some hair. Uh, what is your backup? Ray Watson. Do you know who that is? I don't. Ray Watson. That's Mr. Randy Han. Watson. Mr. <laughs> Randy no, no. Watson. It's Mr. Han from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
That's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty that's, good. It's right? hard for me to because I just think you of think him. Of and, yeah, I just think of him. Because <laughs> you got to remember, Tywin's actually the way he talks to Jamie is the kind of way he talk. Uh, Mr. Han talks to Spicoli. Yeah, like, there's this kind of like I'm amused by you. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's not. It's not our first picks were better. Yeah. Right, but it was good. It was good. And that, my friend, leads us to you and a wonderful character, the Hound, Sandor Clegane. Break him down. Did I say that right? Yeah. Clegane. Yeah. I, I, these names are hard the to Clegane say. Clegane brothers. The Clegane Sandor Clegane, Clegane, popularly known as the Hound was the younger brother of Sir Gregor Clegane, which I can't believe we're not doing today, but we'll talk about that later. He didn't say much. I know, I know, but the mountain. Well, we, the didn't mountain. Re- we didn't replace Darth Vader's uh, body. It's the same thing. I know, yeah. I know. And the personal bodyguard of Prince Joffrey, which he didn't do that great of a job. Yeah. Uh, when Joffrey when Joffrey ascended the Iron Throne, Sandor was named into the King's Guard, despite not being a knight, but deserted his post at the Battle of Blackwater. I love when he leaves. Yeah, he's, he's just done. like, screw he's it. like, I'm done. I'm out of here. <laughs> his, his buddy cop relationship with Aria, Aria is fantastic. Is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, like I just, every week I just loved watching that <laughs> progress. And, and and that only saving grace of the final season, I think is their reaction and communication with each other when, when he dies and that like, you don't want to become me. That was really, it was good. Yeah. That, as much as you might hate the, the last season, yeah. that part was really, that was, done a nice well. arc. That was that done really well. well. Who do you have to replace the hound? I'm so excited. So this dude is one of my favorites. He's been in over a hundred movies. Really? And I've never mentioned him in the show. So this is, we've, we or you? Both of us, I don't think. Never yeah. brought him up. Yeah. Okay. He's I'm a in, that guy. You I'm just see him, you're like, oh. Kind of a secondary route. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Breon James. Oh, I know who that is. Yeah. Tango and Cash. Yeah. He's the guy that gets the, the FUBAR. That's yeah. when they say FUBAR. He's the hanging over the roof, right? 48 hours. He's in a lot. You're right. Armed and Dangerous, Red Heat, Tango and Have Cash. Have you seen Armed and Dangerous yet? Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. I brought up John Cash. I brought, oh, that's, I just, brought the bodybuilder. So, I, yeah, I just don't listen to you. That's my problem. Okay, sorry. And also he's Leon from Blade Runner. Yeah. That's the role I'd say. So. He said he's really good at playing psychotic. He just yeah. understands it. I think it's one of those roles he could actually define this. It's important because Sandor really defines the show. Yeah. That life is hard. People suck. If you're mean, you kind of get a, get ahead in life. You need a real actor that like can really convey those things. Yeah. And also have a physicality to him. Yeah. yeah. Brian, I like this pick. Yeah. I like this pick. Um, and I try to think of a Sandor quote. There's no quote that's not vulgar. I, I have three. What? Yeah, I have three. Well, we do the backups because I had trouble. I, I'll pick the one that I went with for sure. I really like your pick, though. Your pick is, well, I don't know. Mine's pretty good. You need that weird looking, a guy who looks good burned. I, I think this one's good. Okay. You ready? Nick Nolte, Jack Cates, shut, four, 48 shut hours. Up. No. No. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Is Eddie? He was great. Eddie Murphy's first movie role. Nick, no. Nick Nolte belongs to our era. I no. Has he ever played a sword and sandal role? It doesn't matter. Yeah. He's got that gruffness to him. He could totally pull but that it's off. it's that 80s hungover cop gruffness. Right. It's, <laughs> it's not. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because one of my backups was Bruce Willis, John McClane, Die Hard. What are you doing? All right. Do you want me to go with the one that's not like that? Yeah. Actually, that's not even true. This one is too. My <laughs> other one. My, all right, fine. I'm scratching it. I'm going with a different one. Okay. Uh, Clint Eastwood, Harry Callahan. That I like. Sudden Impact. Yeah. Uh, the fourth Dirty Harry movie. I would this, have gone the Deadpool. This, okay. Well, this is the one he directed, and it's it's got a very different feel. He doesn't have a partner in it. Yeah. It's much more, you know, the the line, go ahead, make my day, yeah. was from this movie. Okay, cool. That's yeah. where he first did it, so. I would pick one where he was with someone else, because all the interaction with Arya. Yeah, but that that's secondary. That doesn't happen yeah. for half of the show. I like Clint Eastwood, though. This all right, is good. fine. I'll yeah. like Clint Eastwood. Yeah. What, what were your backups? Uh, Tom Noonan. You just, you know, is this how you feel when I poop on your ideas? Because it feels terrible. What? <laughs> when you pooped on mine, yeah. my choice for Nick Nolte. Can't believe I'm here you out of it. I know. But you, but you were my, right. You were right. Do you hear my pick? No. Tom Noonan, Manhunter. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. That's a really good yeah. one. Yeah. Just that weird, big, kind of strange guy. You got me. You got me on this one. Woo. We weren't competing, but you got me on this yeah. one. I'm good with big guys. Yeah. That's... <laughs> That's that's a drop. That's our <laughs> that's our stinger. 
<laughs> Max, I'm good with big guys. And that's not our thing. No, man. it might be. Oh, it's great. All right, Max. Uh, Your turn. Before we go any further. Time for some ads? Now's a really good time. After you said I'm good with big guys, let's slide on over and do our ads for the Can't see, for but the helps me with that. There. <laughs> and here we go. Buzz in the Towers brought to you by Capsiva Pain Relieving Gel. And I can tell you that if you're sitting at a table across from a guy who has to go to the bathroom every 25 minutes, sure. you're going to get arthritis. You're going to get muscle soreness, psoriasis. Um, Capsiva is all Sorry. natural. It's okay. <laughs> Capsiva is all natural and designed to increase blood flow for the healing and pain relief process. Uh, try it for free at capsiva.com. That's C-A-P-S-I-V-A.com. And uh, you know, Max, I'm an old man, and I need this kind of stuff. It works. is it's it's great stuff. Yeah, it's like Wilford Brimley and Cocoon. You know, what I mean, it's, you feel revitalized. It, that's exactly what it's like. Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Lindsay Larravee Photography. Uh, if you have checked out our website, hopefully you have. You've seen the amazing photos that were put up there. Lindsay, so good. Yeah, Lindsay and her team did all of those. She teased my hair. She was she was fun to work with. Uh, just made the whole experience really exciting for us. She has been taking photos of families, children, and smiles in Metro Detroit since 2017. Um, she loves what she does, and it shows. She works with her clients, catches everything in the moment, and adores watching the connections and relationships unfold in front of her lens. If you mention Buzz in the Tower, you get $25 off any family session in 2021. You can find Lindsay on our website under our sponsors page. Uh, check her up and get some work done. She is fantastic. Yeah, she made us look good. She can make anyone look good. Those are some good ads. The best. The best ads. Let's slide into who's up first. Are you up now? <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, I told you, you have to remember. It's Am I you. up? <laughs> oh, I don't want to be first on this one. Oh, it's this a, a tough one. one. All right. Uh, Littlefinger. We, we are on Littlefinger. Yeah. Uh, Peter Baelish. Peter Baelish, popularly called Littlefinger, the master of coin. Uh, <laughs> master of a lot of things. He's a master. Um, he's on the small council under Baratheon and uh, Joffrey. He was a skilled manipulator. I wish that was in my uh, my resume. Skilled manipulator. <laughs> it um, is. He he uses ownership of brothels in King's Landing both to acquire intelligence and political rivals and acquire vast wealth. Chaos is the latter. It's it, his position is interesting. He's not as detestable as other villains well, in charming. the show. His downfall, his destruction, is my favorite in the entire show. You think so? Yeah, when when Arya and Sansa come together and they take him down, it's one of my favorite takedowns in the show. Uh favorite takedown. Can't do it. Don't have time. Moving on. Martell. I'm right. Prince Martell. That's a good one. Head popped like a zit. That is a good one. <laughs> I'm really I've got I've got great backups, but I'll go with my primary one. I went with Guido, risky business, Joe Pantalonio. Oh yeah. Did I say that right? You said it really wrong. <laughs> Pantillion. Pantillion. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, that's a really good How's one. How's the Pantillion? I'm trust me, I know. There's an O at the end. Pantiliano. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm you're wrong too. Yours was closer. closer. Yeah. Joe. We'll call him Joe. Yeah. Um, that's my pick. It it fits exactly the type of character Time he of is. your life, kid. Right. Yeah, and like yeah. and like you and like you you hate him in risky business. You but know he, though. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's but that's yeah. kind of how I feel about Littlefinger. Yeah. Um he was his story is fascinating for risky business. He's shooting a movie called Eddie and the Cruisers. His mom passes away. Oh. He leaves while he's gone uh, off shooting the set for a short period of time. His agent's like, I need you to go try out for this other movie as yeah. well. He's having a terrible time on Eddie and the Cruisers and he didn't like the director and he's performing terrible. He auditions for Guido. Okay. He, and they bring up that they hear he's hard to work with and everything. He's like, look, like talk to anyone. This is just a bad director. He gets the job. He looks like he's upset all the time. Life changing yeah. job. From there, you've got Goonies. Yep. You've got 
The Sopranos. Yeah. You've got The Matrix. Yeah. I mean, like, he is Cypher. in some, yeah, he's yeah. in some big, big movies. I love him in Risky Business. I think he's fantastic. When he's in the back of the truck, just kind of like three Ris- I love him in everything he's in. He's great Risky in The Business. Goonies. Yeah. He's great in uh, The Sopranos. Yeah. And, and it really, I know we're not talking about this. The Sopranos, that role is exactly Ralphie. why he'd be perfect for Littlefinger. Yeah. You know, it's it's very similar. Yeah. It's like the middle command guy who wants to build his way up. Bingo. Yeah. You got it. it so works. that is my pick. Who do you got? It's not as good. Oh, that's all right. That's okay. <laughs> No, screw it. It's really good. All right, there you go. Yeah. There's the confidence. Yeah. I'm going Paul Reiser from Aliens. That's who I have my backup. Oh, that's a great pick. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Carter Burke. Yeah. That's a great pick. Such a sleazeball. Do you know, um, it's interesting. So he, obviously, Diner, Beverly Hills Cop. Love Diner. Um, and then later in life, coming up in Stranger Things, he's had the role there, too. He's great in Stranger Things. He was in Stranger Things? Yeah. You don't remember? Are you sure? Yeah, look it up. It, it, you remember, yeah, he was the doctor. The good right. Yeah. So- he, I love why he took this role because he was being kind of casted as the nice, funny guy. Yeah. And that's why James Cameron picked him for aliens because he believed that people would buy into the fact that he was trustworthy and a good guy and yeah. it would be a great twist. Yeah, it works. And that's kind of how I, I viewed him as a, I love your pick. Yeah. I, I, your pick's great. It was funny. You know, Sigoni Weaver gave a bouquet of flowers every time someone died on aliens. No. But- for Paul Reiser, she gave him a handful of dead blossoms. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's he's like, really You're funny. terrible. She he was terrible in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, who did you have as backups? William Defoe, Teresa Fire. I had Dr. Renee Belloc, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Paul Freeman. I enjoy that. Yeah, he's kind of like that, like, you know, <laughs> sneaky, underhanded, but yeah. also smartest guy in the room yeah. scenario. Still pining over Catelyn Stark. Oh, or... Loved Catelyn Stark. Uh, Why do you love her so much? She seemed kind of boring. I don't know. Yeah. Powerful, strong, yeah. strong woman. Yeah, as you noted in a previous yeah, her and her and Ned podcast. Just, you don't, which is remember when you, I remember what you what said when you said you don't like strong women. And I was like, yes, you do. You absolutely do, yeah, like strong I women. Do. You're yeah. such a weirdo. All right, uh, that takes us to speaking of strong women. That takes us to your pick for Sansa Stark. Sansa Stark. Sansa that's Stark. How, that's how Littlefinger says it. Sansa Stark. <laughs> it's a great imitation. <laughs> Why don't you stick to Darth Vader? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, mine is. Uh, I, I'm not. Th- go ahead. I'm not thrilled with my picks. I, like I, I had a lot of trouble with mine. This is good. Go ahead. Who you so, got? I don't normally do the preface one, but with this one, you need it. So she goes from this kind of soft, wanting to be a princess, love stitching, all that kind of stuff, to a strong butt kicking woman by right. the end of it. She's the eldest daughter of Adark. Yeah. She is the half sister of Jon Snow. Yeah. She's, and her life is a living hell. She's a priss at the yeah. beginning though. And she's absolutely like a little she's like, she's 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 like, she's like mommy I want to be queen. She's the contrast. It's it's Arya and Sansa. Arya yeah. just wants to play in the mud. Sansa just wants to get married off and be a queen yeah. and, and, her, and, and both their lives are living hells yeah. but Sansa has a rough run. I take Arya's life over Sansa's uh, life. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe. But anyway, put it on masks and stuff. Uh, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. It's a lot, a lot of murder. Like a lot of murder. A lot of murder. All right, who do you got? Uh, Leia Thompson. Leia Thompson. Yeah, really. I was thinking Red Dawn. Like, okay, Red Dawn. Le- yes, yeah, Red Dawn. Leia Thompson. I could see because because like I immediately my mind immediately went to Back to the Future. Back to the Future and all the right moves. And I was like, yeah, that would no. Back fit. to the Future. Is some kind of wonderful. That's the beginning Sansa. Yeah, when she's soft and feminine and all that. Kind okay, of stuff. okay. And then she moves into the Red Dawn. Yeah, and also Space Camp. She gets kind of control and yeah. can take leads and stuff. It's like that. It's not terrible. Yeah, mine's terrible. And also, she's, way wait, better. she's dealt with monsters like Ramsey too, because she dealt with the Dark Overlord <laughs> and Howard the Duck. Howard the freaking duck. Yeah. Oh man. How are more Ramsey or Howard the duck? <laughs> I'll answer that another time. Wolverines. Uh, Molly Ringwald, pretty in pink. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I stretched a little bit. Um, it I seems thought like a little too much heavy lifting for her. So she, but she had like this control thing, right? So like Andrew McCarthy, it's actually pretty in pink. Yeah, right. She, and she also like even behind the scenes, like Andrew McCarthy only got that role because of her. Yeah. The vision that Hughes had was totally different. You know, the square jawed athlete and, and Molly Ringwald was like, that's not the kind of guy that I'm into. Yeah. I remember saying that. yeah and, and I, I don't know. My, my backup to do with her. 
I know nothing, <laughs> nothing exactly. That's that's the problem. It was a stretch. My backup was uh, I thought my backup might have been better. Now that I'm thinking about it. Jennifer Connelly, Labyrinth, Sarah. No, she's not. She turned into a good actress. Labyrinth is terrible. Oh my, did you just say Labyrinth is terrible? <laughs> no, she's terrible in Labyrinth. I don't. She's a space cadet. All right, like she dropped, got dropped what? on her head. You just knocked, you just knocked the wind out of me, dude. I, I don't even want to like. Do, I don't want to finish the podcast with you right now. That's how mad you're making me. Who are, who are your backups? So I can tell you that they're terrible. Mine's really good, actually. Daryl Hannah, Splash. Yeah, yeah, it is good. It's it's. it's I don't know. Your your first pick was better. Yeah. Um. Well, Leah Le, 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 Le Thompson's good. Yeah. Right, fine. I can't believe you just said Labyrinth. Put that on your I said, list. I said I love Jennifer. Hi, Conley. I'm Max Sanders. I'm on. A I like 80s, Labyrinth a lot. I know it's cool. I'm Max Sanders. I'm on an '80s podcast, and I'm indifferent about the Goonies and Labyrinth. I like Goonies. Do you hate puppies too? You put me in a corner. Bro. Yeah, yeah, I should put you in a corner, I've, I've, baby. I'm, I'm going to start that rumor. You hate puppies. All right, Max. Moving on to the most puppy kicking. Oh woman of all man, time. Cersei Lannister. She was a seal beater. Queen. <laughs> That's so amazing. Queen Cersei Lannister. She's the twelfth ruler. Twelfth ruler yes. of the seven. Shame. No, not yeah, there. It's not shame. boo. Shame. The uh, the twelfth. The twentieth, not the twelfth. The twentieth ruler. Matter? It does. She's okay. the twentieth ruler of the seven kingdoms. The widow of King Robert Baratheon. The, murderer of the Robert lover Baratheon. of her brother yeah. from the same mother. Yeah. I mean, I, what do you say about her? She is pure, vile, evil. The yep. single biggest complaint about the way that Game of Thrones ended was her death not being just and awful enough. Yeah, Jamie came back and consoled her. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah, they wanted everyone. They wanted her to like. They wanted, her on a spike. They wanted the dogs that ate Ramsay Bolton's. Face yeah, to go start, eat her face. Start on her feet. And yeah. Work their way oh out. man. Yeah. Uh, she, but but to her credit, that character. I mean, you just every time you'd see her on screen, you're yep. like, I want to hear everything she has to say and watch what she does. She liked her wine. Oh, she did. Yeah. She did like a. And drink. also, season six, episode ten, Winds of Winter, the beginning, the twenty minutes. Yeah. That scene is the best scene of all Game of Thrones. Actually, it's no, good. no, no, it's the second best. Sorry, it hinges on her facial reactions mm-hmm. to watching the Seth explode. Right. Uh, Max, are you up or am I up? Because you know I don't follow. You're up. All right, good. I've got. <laughs> I bet you have the same one. Nope. Glenn Close, Fatal Attraction. That's fantastic. <laughs> that's the only that's thing I can awesome. think of. That's I, don't I, mean, I don't know. I, I was convinced. Alex Forrest. That's perfect. When when she when she auditioned for this, the director Adrian Lyne, Flashdance w- Two, what's yep, up? Was quoted Flashdance Two was quoted as saying, "Mind you, at this point, that Glenn Close had already been, I think, nominated for two Oscars in yeah. her career, and she wanted to do something totally different, totally detached, something sexy, exciting." These I will are her not words. Ignore Dan. Her. This is Adrian. His quote: "She was this tragic, bewildering mix of sexuality." and rage I watched Alex come to life yeah that is Cersei Lannister when she's turning the light on and off you know in her house yeah. I can picture her like after Tommen's death this character I think you said it best when you talked about like you saw this movie for the first time and it made you realize that you never wanted to have an affair on any girl you were ever nope. with in your entire yeah. life it scared you into being a good man I want to hug Glenn Close every day of my life <laughs> it's, it's brutal uh, that is my pick I should have a poster of I can't Alex believe you didn't have this I could have sworn I, uh, yeah. so I had a pick that I thought you would pick okay and my backup picks really good too go ahead I kind of like my backup more. Okay, get, I think pick, she, swap it. What do you got? Elizabeth Perkins. Really? Do you know who that is? Yes. Susan from Big. Susan from Big, yeah. Because yeah. she has that cold detachment at the beginning, uh, but she loves her kids, yeah. too. Yeah. No? My other one was Michelle Pfeiffer. That's why I had Scarface? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that Elvira. was my backup. Elvira. Yeah, Elvira. Yeah. That, let's go with, go with Scarface. Okay. That's a great one. Do you know that screenwriter Oliver Stone was inspired by his own cocaine addiction for this movie? <laughs> Sounds about right. It's, it's yeah. nuts to me, right? Well, he wrote about Platoon. That's about his life, too. It was originally rated X. Yep. 
They had to cut down quite it's like a bit. Three hours long. It's an intense movie. And the Palma, right? Yeah. Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer was so thin in this. Yeah. They were worried about her every day. And she, she said, tomato, tomato soup, soup and Marlboro's. Yeah. What an unhealthy, horrible thing. It's my diet. I love that. I love that pick. I'm glad you picked it. Like yeah. I thought she was perfect for it. Oh, fantastic. She's just got that cold, you know, awfulness. And, and yeah. how, how funny is this? This is how sick Cersei is that her uh, Elvira's character in this is maybe too warm yeah. <laughs> for what I'm thinking of. Well, so the Lady Hawk, her and Lady Hawk is the mm-hmm. warmth that I need. Yeah. She loves her kids. Remember yeah. that. She yep. does love her kids. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, cool. Excellent. Also Catwoman vibes. Oh, definitely. Like Meow. Yeah. <laughs> Except, was that, that was in the 80s. No, I just yeah, love that. Right, it's love okay. Me- That's all right. Any red-blooded man likes Catwoman. Max, you're up with Jamie Lannister. I got the, a wild bit. The brother and lover yeah. of Cersei. Sir Jamie Lannister was the eldest son of Tywin Lannister, younger twin brother of Queen Cersei Lannister, and older brother of Tyrion Lannister. He's the Kingslayer. Yeah. He, one-handed bro. He killed the Mad King. Yeah. I mean, that's that's his call to fame. Well, his is the perfect description of how George R. R. Martin creates his characters. You take someone who's Prince Charming, who should be, you know, the hero, and he makes him just a slime ball who has to find himself and become someone new. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But he does a great job. At, I mean, you, you end up falling in love with him. Like he, oh, I, I fell in love. Yeah. you love, you love you. Jamie Lannister is your spirit animal. Yeah. That's just so weird. Uh, super weird. Played by Nicola Coster Waldau. Good job. But did I say that right? Yeah, I, think so. I can't believe I said that right. It's good in shot collar too. You ever seen um, shot collar? I have not. Yeah. Uh, my, movie. my pick for this is going to make you nod your head. <laughs> no, I win. I win. Shake your head. Yeah. You probably do win. Uh, Actually, the mind's crazy. Who you got? I hope you have the same as me. <laughs> Mark Hammond, Summer School. No way! Isn't that great? That's a wild one. Yeah, the things we do for love, man. Yeah. That's a wild Freddy Shoop, one. The gym teacher. Oh, yeah, Shoop, of course. <laughs> so think about it. Wasted the Hawaiian pot- shirt wearing, yeah. peanut butter feeding to his dog. So, Shoop. Wasted potential. Yeah. Because remember, uh, Tywin wants him to rule Castle sure. Rock. And he's yep. like, no, I want to be in the Kingsguard. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like Shoop teaching Summer high school. school. Yeah, yeah exactly. or high school in general. Yeah. yeah. And also, he's a super athletic dude. I think he could figure out the sword play. He played quarterback for UCLA in the 70s. Do you okay. Know that? I did not yeah. know that. No. And he's got that funny charm to him like he's good at interacting with other people the back and forth of christy alley i think it's fun I, it's an interesting pick because you it, this goes back to like you love jamie lannister and yeah. think he's probably a better dude than i do i went with more villainous okay not not too villainous in order to appreciate my pick you have to exclude everything that's happened in the last six years can you do that I'm everything confused, yeah clear your mind okay billy zapka karate kid johnny just don't don't think cobra kai just think the first karate kid this breaks my brain <laughs> How could, because think about it, just the handsomeness, the athleticism, yeah. the, the, the macho-ness and, but at the very end, grabbing that trophy and saying, you deserve this. You earn this. <laughs> I guess he's, he's kind of a young upstart. Jamie's 40. I know, but I guess you, you could play older. <laughs> 20 years older. <laughs> Fine, <laughs> All right, I have, a, I have a different one since you pooped on this one. What's Do you want my, you want my better one? I have a better one. I have a better one. You got you Miyagi shirt on. Look, act like Miyagi. I am. I, I have a better. By the way, do you know that when they were filming the scene where they're in the costumes for Halloween, mm. that he accidentally actually did kick Ralph Macchio in the face and they had to shut down shooting for two days? <laughs> no, That's a that's great awesome. story. Uh, my other pick you'll probably like more. How about Val Kilmer, Iceman, Top Gun? I love that. I love that. Right? I love that. Just yeah. like like the this just. By the book. Would he do the chomp? Yeah, he'd do the ice chop for sure. <laughs> uh, do you know that he didn't want to play that role, but he was contractually obligated to the studio to play it? Well, I'm glad he did. I am. T- I'm sure he <laughs> is, too. Uh, what were your backups? Patrick Swayze. I, I thought Swayze. And uh, uh, Kevin Swayze. Swayze. Uh, Wait, from, from which movie? Uh, I mean, I think Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Okay. Yeah. 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 And uh, Kevin Klein. 
Calvin Klein's not Silverado. Bad. Yeah, so I was gonna say Silverado yeah. for sure. I uh, just watched that by the way. Shout out Caleb on Facebook. He introduced <laughs> me. He's like, you gotta watch this. Really? I watched it two days ago. Oh, there you yeah. go. So you, I, I see, I'll, I'll see on Instagram all the time. You get recommendations and yeah. you're just like ripping through them. This guy just seemed like a Yoda. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's go with it. Max, we've got four more to go. We gotta get, we gotta get shaken and bacon. Let's here. do it. Four more to go. We've got Arya Stark. Oh my God. Needle. I struggled with this and apparently so did the directors and producers. This was the hardest one for them, for them the to cast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Arya Stark is the third child of Eddard and Caitlin Stark. Uh, Catelyn, excuse me, uh, after narrowly escaping persecution of the House of Stark. Do I even need to read this? We all know who Arya Stark is. Arya yeah. Stark She's saw her dad. The many-faced assassin. Yeah, saw her dad get his head cut off. Yeah. Everyone she loved was killed. And she, and she snapped and lost her mind and made a kill bill list. And she went and murdered everyone who wronged her. Yeah, but if like a many-faced god comes to me and says, you can change faces, I'm going to follow that god. I, yeah. I don't, I'm not disagreeing with her approach. That's why I don't blame Melisandre for being the firewoman. Right. You know what I mean? Because if a god had a smoke monster come out of me, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to follow you. Yeah. Well, you would probably follow someone with a free candy sign on the side of their bus. Like you're not. Is there someone around with a free candy <laughs> sign? Someone says to me free candy. Am I up or are you up? You're up. I'm up. Uh, Aria, this is a tough one. I, I did good. Uh, <laughs> let, I let, did good. Let's see. Let me be the judge. Shannon Dordery. That's not bad. Wait. Is that I say your name right? Yeah. Shannon Dory? Yeah. Okay. It's hard Ish. to say. That's okay. Girls just want to have fun. Really? Yeah. Not Heathers. No. All right. Maggie Moline. Because <sighs> she's 13 in that yeah, role. Yeah, yeah. And she's the only person in that movie who is playing someone younger than how she actually was. So it's like, I want someone who looks younger who can grow into the role. Okay. And think about the intensity later in life, 90210 and Charmed. Like, she can become vindictive when she's older. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, it's not It's not a bad pick. And also, how she deals with uh, Rob and how she deals with John. Right. And the big brother dynamic. And That's actually a good call. That's yeah. a good call. That's a good yeah. call. And she uh, talks back to her dad. I went Winona Ryder, specifically Heather's, but also Beetlejuice. That's good. And, and again, the logic being she had this like sense of humor, yeah. coldness, and she also was like a brutal murderer in Heather's. I mean, like reluctant, but she basically was a yeah, brutal murderer. Yeah, the cigarette murderer. smoking at the end. Right. Yeah. And and the only thing that I said. She wasn't that reluctant. You know that, you really break it down. I know. Do you know yeah. that in Heather's, her agent got on her hands and knees and begged her not to take the role and said, you'll never work again. Really? The subject matter, the amount of swearing, everything about it, it was so taboo yeah. at the time yeah. that, that everybody went nuts over it. And I guess like Christian Slater was doing, uh, I, this is tangential to this, but Christian Slater, the entire movie was doing an imitation of Jack Nicholson. That's his, his whole character. Career. That's his whole career. Yeah. Is it doing Jack Nicholson? Yeah. That's true, yeah. I guess. Um, I considered Alyssa Milano from Commando. Yeah, I thought about Jenny, that too. Jenny, uh, yeah. Jenny Matrix. A little vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I thought Drew Barrymore too. Firestarter and E.T. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I could see Little that. young. These are good picks. I feel good about this. This is a tough one. Here's, here's the reality. Nobody could do better than her. I was really happy with how I did. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're always happy with how yeah. you did. <laughs> positive guy. You are a positive guy. Max. The big one. The big one. The half man. Tyrion the imp. Lannister, Lord Tyrion Lannister, the crux of the show, the youngest child of Lord Tywin. Um, he is for me. He's the show. It, I, I mean, he's, he's he's incredible. In the most episodes, he's yeah. in sixty one out of sixty. You just never get sick of listening to him, no. hearing him. He's fantastic. Nominated for eight Academy, I mean, uh, Golden Globe awards and won four. He should have won them all. Played by Peter Dinklage. Peter, he is he's special. Yeah, this is a tough one, right? So he he's a little person. Yep, and. We tried to cast or find people that both fit that as well because it's a huge part. If it was just secondary to his character, it wouldn't be that big of a deal, but it's a huge part of yeah. the script and everything else. It's part of his DNA. Am I up on this one? I mean, we have the same person, I guarantee you. Well, no, there's two. There's only two possibilities. If you pick the other one, you're wrong. Well, am I up or are you up? 
you're up. Should I pick the one? All right, I'll pick the I'll pick the obvious one because you keep on calling me pumpkin spice latte all the time. Warwick Davis, Willow, Willow Lofgood. No, no, no. It's Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito's my backup. Yeah. All right. Well, let me start with Willow. I picked him because I just have such a hard time not envisioning him in this role. I know he's very. It's almost campy, right? Yeah. Like so, like Lucas while they're doing Return of the Jedi and also the 1983 Ewok Christmas special goes to Warwick's parents and says, I've got an idea for a movie for your son. Mm. And it was Willow. Yeah. The criticism of Willow, which I love as a movie is that it's basically another star Wars movie, but he does play this like, maturing role. Here, here's the reason Danny DeVito's better. I can't, I'm going to make a yeah. case for it. You're right. Because there's no star, story arc of him going from being like an alcoholic yeah. and the, yeah. The, Whereas the twins, twins, the DeVito twins and twins. Yeah. 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 You're right. The you're interaction right. with you're Julius right. is the right. interaction with Jamie. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Perfect I, can't I can't do it. Yeah. You're right. I screwed it up. <laughs> I blew it. <laughs> you're right. I blew it. No, I'm, I'm, I feel sick to my stomach. So by the way, I'm going to go on a tangent here. So my favorite scene in TV history is Tyrion Lannister. So season four, episode eight, the mountain and the viper right before right before the battle's about to happen uh -huh. you know the battle to the death yep it's Tyrion and Jamie in the prison cell yes talking about cousin orson yeah squashing the yeah, bugs bugs clunk 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 clunk, clunk 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 that's what the show is about just these two people trying to figure out he at the end he goes what's life about you know what i mean and it's like that's the interaction and that's the moment where it's peter dinklage's favorite piece of acting they've ever done okay too and also small dig orson scott card who wrote the enders game books uh -huh. he badmouthed game of thrones and that's why they made him cousin orson as oh like shut a, up. As a, that's really funny enders game it's like killing a bunch of bugs yeah, yeah, yeah. so like the Beatles. that's really funny yeah that's really really yeah funny. right it's my favorite scene in tv history so i just had to say it so i, I you made me nervous I you don't just look at me. I, what do you i'll look at the ground i'm sorry i'm glad that you shared your feelings your therapy session is over <laughs> twins is the better pick yeah. danny devito's the better pick now you pick twins danny devito though yeah. you sure you didn't pick 1986's my little pony the grundle king he is really good as the grundle king <laughs> <laughs> and moving right along. Also, has Danny DeVito ever had a beard? I want to see him with a beard. I, I feel like in Always Sunny, maybe. No. Was there a time where no. he grew it out? No. Okay, I don't know then. No. Maxis takes us to Daenerys Targaryen. Dragon Queen. The Dragon Queen. Mother of Dragons. Fire and Blood. Khaleesi. Daenerys. Breaker of Chains. I mean, you're killing all my intro. You've literally listed everything. She's the younger sister of Rhaegar Targaryen and Viserys Targaryen. Is that right? Viserys? Viserys, maybe? These names are tough. Viscous. 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 <laughs> Liquid. And the only daughter of King Aerys II. Mad King. The Mad King. If you want to make a case for Game of Thrones kind of crapping out at the end. It's a good case. What they did to her character bothered me. It needed to be to two, th two to three seasons. It, it bothered me. They, they, they rushed it. They, they yeah. rushed it. I yeah. mean, they took all this time developing her character from this soft girl to the like one of the strongest characters in the show. And then they dismantled her in 15 minutes. Yeah, it was, really, I, I, it, it, was, was it was It was a bummer. All that being She's said. flying over King's Landing and then it's like a, a flood. They're like, time to go crazy. Yeah, like she literally <laughs> went nuts like so fast, like so quick, Let's right? Your brain. It was like Whee! it was like literally like Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Yeah, it's like where did they come from? It happened fast. Yeah. So Max, who do you have the audacity to replace Amelia Clark with? So I need someone who can take on the patriarchy and do what she wants and get what she wants. I'm going Sarah Jessica Parker. Girls just want to have fun. Oh my god, Janie. Oh my let's go. god, Max. Why not innocent to fierce and dignified you're ruler? Out your, you're out of your mind. You're <laughs> out. On. You're out. Of your mind. I mean, if you've seen Sarah Jessica Parker in Sex and the City, too, Carrie Bradshaw. Can, I, can we get to my pick? No. I, I, I just go hurry up. Well, also, Sarah Jessica Parker in her real life wore a black dress to her wedding. That's something Khaleesi would do. <sighs> what? 
<laughs> she's and she's small and blonde and like good looking, but can be intimidating. The raspy voice. None of this. No, I'm, I'm literally. I stopped listening to you when you said Sarah <laughs> Jessica Parker, and I'm just waiting for you to finish so I can give you the right answer. I'm gonna break the wheel, man. You ready for the right answer? No. Okay. Sigourney Weaver, Aliens, Ellen Ripley. She doesn't. Max. Have, yeah. Max. Ellen Ripley. Your time gap of things. Like she starts as a child. She's 14. She's not 14 in the beginning. Yeah, she is. Uh, That's how old Ellen Ripley was in the first alien. (laughs) She she was like 15, 16. You have to, you have to push that aside. (laughs) She could play younger, but think about, think about the character development. Sigourney was born like 25. Think about the character development between alien and aliens. Yep. Think about going from, I'm just working on this nice little ship to give me the gun and I'm going to get inside this animatronic robot and kill the mother. The emotions work. Yeah. Sigourney Weaver. The only backup to this. Yeah. Is Linda Hamilton, Sarah Connor, Terminator. Is she, I mean, does she kick butt by the end though? I guess she kills the Terminator. And an interesting add on to this. Okay. Outside of Linda Hamilton, do you know who the only other two women are to have ever played Sarah Connor? Hit me. Amelia Clark and Cersei Lannister. Oh, wow. Yeah, on some like uh, Terminator television yeah, show, made for TV show. No, not, not one of the movies. Cersei, Amelia Cersei, Clark's Cersei, in the movie. Amelia Clark's yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Cersei's in the, I keep on calling her Cersei, whatever yeah. her name is. She's <laughs> in, she's in, yeah, she was in like a show. Oh, okay. And she played Sarah Connor. Cool. My number one pick is for sure Sigourney Weaver, my backup, like I said, Linda Hamilton, Terminator. What about uh, Ali Sheedy in Breakfast Club? No. <laughs> Did you know that Sigourney Weaver's Oscar nomination for Aliens was the first time in history of the award that the Academy nominated an actress for a film in the action genre? That's fascinating. That's kind of a big deal. That's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, like, and thus my Sigourney Weaver pick. This is just wild to me. Linda Hamilton, my backup pick. In Terminator 2, do you remember when the Terminator, the one that could like melt and copy people? The T-1000. Yeah. Do you remember when it copied Linda Hamilton? Yeah. That's her twin sister. Yeah, I know. I that. didn't know she... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Mr. Everyone I knows she had a twin sister. God, shut your mouth. I didn't know she had oh a twin God. sister. Her and a chain fence. Thank you very much. Nightmares. All right. Who's your backup again? After Sarah Jessica Parker, Ali Sheedy. Yeah, you yeah. you bombed on this one, my friend. No, yeah, you did. I did a good job, but that's okay because that leads us to really the sweet spot. John Snow. John Snow. Why is that a sweet spot? Because it's the last one. That doesn't make sense. Oh yeah, it's the sweet spot. We're done. <laughs> John Snow. Uh, Our watch has ended. I'm telling you, John Snow is he not like one of your favorite characters ever in a TV show? He's kind of brooding, kind of boring. To Whoa, me. stop. Yeah. He's the best. Things happen to him. Jon Snow, born Aegon, like Aegon Targaryen, <laughs> is the son of Lyanna Stark and Rhaegar Targaryen and the Prince of Dragonstone. From infancy, John is presented as the bastard son of Adart Stark. We learn that's not the case. Nope. And he is... He's Aegon Targaryen. Yeah. Yeah. He's fantastic. Yeah. He's fantastic. What are you doing? I love Jon Snow. Yeah. I love Jon Snow. Really? Do you know who loves Jon Snow? Short people? All women. He's very short. All women love yeah. Jon Snow. Yeah. Kit Harrington's a handsome dude. All yeah. women. Do you know George R. R. Martin Snow. looks like Kit Harrington when he was young? Really? Yeah. If you look it up, it's really oh, that's weird. Wild. I know. Oh, I hope he doesn't age that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, my pick for Jon Snow, the way I'm ending this, mm. this might be one of my favorite picks. Wilkes Chamberlain. <laughs> I hate when you do that. Uh, are you ready? Yep. All right. Sylvester Stallone, fir- <laughs> first blood Rambo. No. Yes. You can't have that thick Italian don't, accent. Don't think about He doesn't have a thick Italian accent in Rambo. What are you talking <laughs> in first blood? Well, I mean, the way he talks. Is he just has so- no accent. I, I can't even. I can't even. I'm not even saying Rocky. Italian, his accent. I didn't say it's Rocky. So, it's so modern. It's not. It's not. <laughs> He, have drunk. you ever seen the movie Oscar? You've never seen the movie Oscar. The Grouch? Yeah, no, it's not a movie, but that's okay. <laughs> we should make that movie. Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> of all of the movies that he's ever done, yeah. and we've talked about this before, First Blood, when you hear Rambo, you immediately go to the second one, the third one, you start thinking the over-the-top absurdity, not over-the-top the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lincoln Hawk, shout I, out. Yeah. This, that first movie, 
It's a real movie. It's a real movie. Yeah. And that that brooding, like, yeah, been through hell, the hitchhiking. You like, want to get some food, man. He's got a code of ethics. You know that he doesn't kill anyone in First Blood. Yeah, he does. No, the only death that takes place the is when the guy falls, falls, falls out, of out of the chopper yeah. because he throws a rock in defense of himself. And he's, then that's not, he doesn't kill him with the rock. He doesn't, so it's not this, like, blood count, I murdered a bunch of people. Yeah. It's, it, it's Jon Snow. It's Jon Snow. I just, I, he's so iconically. Like, I know because you think, I know you're thinking of a Rocky. You're thinking of being like, oh, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, Targaryen, you know, like, yeah. Cobra, yeah. the tight jeans. Ready. No, no. <laughs> think, think first blood. All right, Max, it's your turn. Although I don't, I wouldn't even want to do it after I did mine because mine's so awesome. And my second one and third you're one really are You're really confident well. about ones that aren't that great. And oh, then you're the, like self-conscious about ones that no, go, ahead, okay. go ahead, Sarah Jessica Parker. Go ahead, please. Go ahead. So I'm so happy you brought up that it's someone who needs to be handsome. Women love him. This person in real life stole Julia Roberts from his best friend at their wedding. Two days before their wedding, they broke up because of him. Jason Patrick. Oh, okay. Yeah, Kiefer Sutherland yeah, was yeah, going to yeah. marry Julia Roberts. And I, he's like, no, nah, I'm going to go to Ireland with yeah. Jason Patrick. Oh, my God. The Lost Boys. Lost Mike, boys. Michael. The Lost Boys. On that motorbike. Yeah. Just with Terry Gar. Well, there you go. Super handsome. <laughs> and kind of wooden. You want someone who's kind of like not the best actor. Right. I was going to say, like a little, it's a a little retreated, a little distant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Brooding. I, yeah, yeah. It's I in gotcha. the eyes. It's I the gotcha. lips. All right. Yeah. It's not, it's not bad. No, it's, it's great. It's not. It's hard. It's not Rambo. It's not Rambo. It's Rambo as John John Snow. My backup, you'll actually think is better than Rambo and the one that you just did. Was it? Mark I should Hamill? have gone with it. No, it's not Mark Hamill. Uh, Michael Keaton, Batman. That's terrible. What? He's too old. It doesn't matter. This is like eighteen-year-old John Snow. To no, be come on. It could have been the beginning of the eighties. <laughs> your, your excuse going. Come on. That's not a. Come reason. on. <laughs> come on. Say say say. What are you? But you guys say. What are you? Yeah. What are you? I'm the king of the north. <laughs> it doesn't work. Batman's the king of the north. You ended with a fart. All right, fine. But you know what my third one was? Chris Ronnie Dangerfield. Hutchies. Hutchies. I get no respect. I'm the king of the north. I get no respect. It works for everything. It does. I could do this on every single one. We should just do a, like a being John Malcolm. Hutchies. Uh, my watch is over. Hutchies. We'll do a whole episode where we try to play it straight, but it's for Ronnie, Ronnie Dangerfield. Dangerfield. No, I mean, my third one, I think you'll like uh, Christopher Lambert, Highlander, Connor McLeod of the Clan McLeod. That works. That works. Although, do you know he couldn't speak English? I believe it. He doesn't sound like he can speak English. <laughs> he, well, le- he learned like the dialect for that. Mickey Rourke could actually be good too. Yeah. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Um, I just watched The Year of the Dragon. You seen that? It's insane. Yes, I have. Yeah. We we did it. We just- It flew went, by. We, it did go by. We went through a lot of characters and uh, we, we got in our time capsule and went back. Now is an excellent time to see what our Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight had to say about this particular episode. This week's Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight is our friends over at Neon Noir Productions. So Instagram, Neon, N-E-O-N-N-O-I-R-P-R-O-D-U-C-T-I-O-N-S. They're so cool. They are. These guys are so fantastic. Yeah. Just synth wave, cool 80s stuff. Yeah, they're a production studio and they specialize in content from the 80s, which that right there sold. Yeah. Like I'm in, right? <laughs> They've got several teams located in LA, the Bay Area, Portland, Seattle, Dallas, Minnesota. It's wild. It's they're big. Yeah. It's composed of Disney, you mentioned Disney animators, DC and Marvel comic book artists, professional musicians, marketers. They they do it all. It's unbelievable. Uh they started Neon Noir Productions to make fresh 80s style content along with adding in classic nostalgia. And they're I mean, at bottom line, you talk to them, they're just fans of the 80s. The music, the movies, the technology, everything. If it's 80s, they're there. They're yeah. in. Yeah. 
Yeah. Been friends with them since the beginning. Yeah. They, one of our first add-ons when we were doing the yeah, they Instagram reached out. Yeah. They're like, you're doing something good, kid. And they, we're like, thanks. They find something 80s and they're like, like, I'm in. It's like me and Joe Green tosses jersey to us. And we're like, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um, they just finished up their debut album, which is entitled Sunsets and Supercars. Very cool. Which is launching yeah. uh, the summer, tw- summer of 2021. It's awesome. It'll be on all streaming services. In the meantime, check out their single, The Neon Master's Way, uh, on any of your streaming services. The music's great. You're going to love it. And their videos are all tranquil. It's yeah. cool. It's, it's like, very cool it's stuff. It's like Tronish. So we tossed it over to them. You know, what character would you replace from Game of Thrones? They were geeked about this because lucky for us, they love Game of Thrones as well. So let's hear what they had to say. We decided to recast two powerful female characters with equally as powerful leading ladies. Number one, Sansa Stark. Sansa is stronger than she appears early on in the series. She matures into a beautiful force to be reckoned with. And for this reason, Neon Noir Productions' pick is Phoebe Cates. Her sensuous looks and scream presence would lend themselves well to Sansa's sex appeal and personality. Very few people have had that many young men mesmerized like she did in Fast Times at Richmond High. Number 2. Cersei Lannister. The matriarch, the mother, the monster. A strong, cold performance is required for the complex queen. Maybe it's time for the queen killer to become the queen. Neon Noir Productions' pick is none other than Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney's elegance, screen presence, and all-around badassery would make her the perfect fit for the Wayland dutani colonizer. That wraps up Neon Noir Productions' picks. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, and follow at Neon Noir Productions on Instagram and at Neon Noir Pro on Twitter. Oh, man. I totally should have done Sigourney Weaver as uh, Cer- that works Cersei. Way better. It works way better. Yeah. I should have done it as uh, Sigourney. And and it was inter- the Phoebe Cates one for Sansa. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, it works. I mean, but I see it's funny. He I sees Gremlins. You took it out yeah. of my mouth. Yeah. I, I can never see like I know Fast Times is like her big role, but I just see her more Gremlins than yeah. I do. But the the Sigourney Weaver one was huge. They, they nailed it. Uh, and that wraps up the episode the fan spotlight, a reminder to visit 80stees.com, a reminder to visit thewarburton.com for their fundraiser that is going on today right now to help support St. Jude. Max, this is great. So I mean, I mean we, we we held the integrity of our 80s love and we also got to play around with Game of Thrones. This is our bucket list episode. We wanted to talk Game of Thrones. We figured out a way to do it. Yeah. Before our watch ends, everyone out there needs to subscribe, like, rate, review us, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, I, I mean, anything else. Anything else. Yeah. Uh, be- <laughs> Before you, you our, our name, I, I love how you said that. Before yes. our watch ends, uh, you know, feedback is always appreciated. Positive go, feedback. Well, no, I'll take both. Yeah. Buzzinthetower.com. Go to our website. Contact us. Uh, if we get enough people that want to see maybe a part two to this, we'll get more characters. Yeah. I could I could see us doing that. I have 20 of them written down. I, we've got a lot. Like Max said, rate, review, listen, spread the word. Max, my favorite time of the show. Your beautiful, well thought out closing thoughts. They always really wrap it together nicely. <laughs> what do you have for us today? Today. Close us out. Falcor is a dragon. Falcor is a dragon. Yeah. And who would be a White Walker? Donald Sutherland? Yeah. That yeah. could work. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, Christopher, Christopher Walken? <laughs> Does that surprise you with an actual thought? I, it, it was coherent. I enjoyed it. It's actually probably better than anything better. I have. I don't have anything other than winter is coming. Uh, and it's not because it's, it's, it's the summer. summer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Max, thank you very much. And we'll talk to everybody next week. Later. You're still here? It's over. Go home.
go. 